This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Save my baby. The baby choking on a goldfish cracker. And mom's in a panic. Then trapped in the luggage compartment of a bus. I'm under the bus with the luggage and I'm afraid. What? There was somebody in there? What it feels like to be locked inside for all that time. And gear dangers. <laughs> they come out of nowhere. Plus, she thought her mother was having a heart attack. She called 911. So why was she charged? I can't believe that I was arrested. Then. This is a hit and run. Could this be the world's worst driver? Are you kidding me? You almost hit me. Plus. What you might be doing wrong and how to do it correctly in the new year. From how you sleep to drying your hair. You never want to do that. You're not even peeling an orange the right way. This is totally wrong. And stop that wedding. Is there anybody here that would like to raise an objection? Wait till you see why she stood up and shut down her own sister's wedding. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us for our very first broadcast of 2020. Every five days, a child in this country dies from choking, and this little baby might have become a statistic, but for the police officer who was in the right place at the right time, Stephen Fabian has the story. Oh, my God! A life-or-death drama as cops work furiously to save a choking toddler. He's not responding. The child's sobbing mom is consoled as another officer, calmly but with total focus, thumps the unconscious one-year-old on the back. Another officer joins in. Come on, baby. Come on. Is anything in his mouth? It's turning perfect. The officers turned the limp infant over and tried chest compressions. So what was the toddler choking on? His mom says he had been eating these little guys, goldfish crackers, and one got lodged in his throat. In a panic, his mom ran out to get help, and lo and behold, she saw a police car coming her way and flagged it down. He has choking on goldfish. See if you can try to get it out of his throat. An officer grabs first aid equipment from the cop car and rushes over over to help the youngster whose name is MJ. MJ! MJ! By now, an ambulance has arrived. They put the little boy on a gurney and rush him to the hospital. High five? Yeah. And here they are today. Amanda Zimmerman says little MJ is fine, thanks to those fast-acting officers from the Kissimmee, Florida police. He hasn't missed a beat. He, it's like nothing ever happened. He's just back to his normal self. So would you know what to do if you encountered a choking baby? Should you A, perform the Heimlich maneuver, 
B, administer firm blows to the baby's back, or C, use your fingers to try to remove the object the baby is choking on. The correct answer is B, which is exactly what the cops did. You wanna use firm back blows between the shoulder blades with the heel of your hand to get the object out. Make sure you hit really firm to get that object out right away. Job well done, officers. Come on, baby, come on. MJ's mom tells us she is planning to take a CPR course right away. By the way, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that anything a toddler eat be half the size of one's thumb to avoid blocking a child's airway. Now a terrifying ride for a woman who went to get something out of her luggage and ended up locked in the storage compartment of a bus. Fortunately, she had her cell phone with her and was able to call police. But what was it like, mile after mile, trapped in the pitch black darkness? Diane McInerney finds out. I'm so scared. Please help. It's the panicked 911 call from a woman trapped inside the luggage compartment of a bus. I'm under the bus with the luggage and I'm afraid. She was riding a Peter Pan regional bus from Hartford, Connecticut to Boston when it happened. I'm not okay. The bus driver locked me underneath the bus. She locked me under the bus with the luggage. I went she to locked you yeah. under the bus? Yes. The passenger says she crawled into the luggage compartment like this to get something out of her bag when the bus driver closed the compartment and she found herself locked inside. I need help. Nobody knows where I am. Panic set in. Please, is there is someone going to have to help? Okay, hold on. Relax, relax, relax. Imagine being trapped inside like this. It is terrifying. No air, no ventilation, and it's completely dark. The passenger did have her laptop, though, which provided some light. And she also found her conga-like drum and started beating on it like this to make noise. But no one heard her. State troopers tracked her 911 call and pulled the bus over. Is there somebody in there? Shocked passenger Carl Haggard recorded the whole thing. What the f***? There was somebody in there? There was somebody in the storage thing un underneath the bus. The trapped woman who has not been identified can be seen talking with the troopers. The bus driver, 49-year-old Wendy Alberti, tries to explain what happened and was arrested for reckless endangerment. Those charges were dropped. Her attorney, Nate Barber. Wendy did not know that she was in there. Uh, did not know she was in there when the bus drove off and had no idea until the police pulled her over on the side of the road and said, there's someone in the luggage compartment. The bus driver locked me underneath the bus. I'm so scared. Please help. The driver's attorney says the driver's sad and disappointed she was ever charged in the first place. One million crashes every year. That's how many accidents the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says are caused by deer colliding with cars. This woman knows what that's like firsthand. It happens in a split second. Deer coming out of nowhere, jumping into traffic, crashing through windshields. This woman counts herself lucky to be alive. I believe that I had quite a few guardian angels that day. This is a photo of the damage after the crash. It happened while Nicole Smith was riding in a car with her three-year-old daughter on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. The pictures are horrifying. I mean, this deer came flying right through the windshield he was kicking and thrashing he this is how i got the messed up face i broke both my tibia and my fibia in my left leg this is peak season for deer versus auto collisions because it's mating season so deer are on the move looking for a mate this deer went after a woman when she opened her car door you can see her kicking it away with her foot there are things you can do to avoid hitting a deer first slow down it also helps to have your high 
high beams on when you are in an area with deer. Also, be aware that if you see one deer, there are bound to be more around. So proceed with caution. Nicole says she is so thankful she's still here for her daughters, who are doing their best to make mommy feel better. Thank you so much. Nicole is very lucky. More than 200 people are killed in collisions with deer every year. A lot of parents use baby monitors to keep an eye on their little ones, and this mother was understandably freaked out when she saw what sure looked like a ghost in the crib with her baby. Well, mystery solved. Imagine checking your baby monitor and seeing this, a ghost baby lying in the crib with your child. That's what Maritza Sibuel says happened after she put her 18-month-old son to sleep. Check out that image. It sure looks like an apparition of a baby sleeping next to her son. When the Illinois mom went to investigate, she pulled the sheet off and realized the ghost was actually a photo of a baby on the mattress label. Her husband forgot to put the mattress pad on when he changed the sheets. I could kill him, she wrote on Facebook. Not long ago, a Harris poll found that 42% of American adults do believe in ghosts. If you think you've known some bad drivers in your day, where do you see this one? She drives up onto a sidewalk, then backs over the curb. Are you kidding me? You almost hit me. She just like lost it. Justin Thompson captured the wild scene in California on his cell phone. He says just minutes before, the driver was involved in an accident and allegedly took off. She started going about, I would say, probably about 90 miles an hour. And she's weaving in and out of traffic. He followed her and says when she pulled over, this confrontation happened. This is a hit and run. Hit and run. The driver seems to know she's in trouble. Then she makes a strange plea for forgiveness. Desperate to escape, she picks up her dislodged bumper, shoves it into the passenger seat, drives up on a sidewalk, bumping into the railing, then guns it in reverse. Are you kidding me? She ends up almost running me over in the process of trying to leave. Wow. When this young woman's mother appeared to be having a heart attack at a concert they were at, she did what just about anybody would do. She called 911. But she ended up under arrest. This daughter feared her mom was having a heart attack, so she did what anyone would do. She called 911. Then cops arrested the daughter, accusing her of making a false report. Still to this day, I can't believe that I was arrested for calling 911. It was ridiculous. It happened when Adrian Forgados and her mom Karen went to this Imagine Dragons concert where they stood for three hours. When it was time to leave, Karen became ill. As we started to walk, my mom just kind of collapsed. I call it collapsing, like your legs just gave out. And so I, of course, was petrified. Adrian called 911. I think my mom is having a heart attack. In a situation like that, what do you do besides call 911? Adrian tells Jim Murray that in her panic, she had trouble describing their exact location at the outdoor amphitheater to the 911 operator and became frustrated. Are you actually on the lawn or are you above the lawn? On the lawn. What does it even matter? I'm here. Ma'am, because it's a big property and we're trying to find you. My mom just died while you're on the phone, so let me give me something. Excuse me, we're getting people over to you, ma'am. After listening, what's your reaction to that call? 
After listening to the call, I can see why the officer was frustrated with me, but I don't think that warranted me to be arrested. It turns out her mom was not having a heart attack. She was just dehydrated. Adrian was charged with making a false report. I said, I'm being arrested. Really, I thought he was kidding. And he said, for calling 911, you made a false report. She believes if she had been nicer on the 911 call, she would have never been arrested. The Summit County Sheriff's Department in Akron, Ohio, told Inside Edition if an individual initiates an emergency response by police or fire for a situation that they know did not occur, they can not only be criminally charged, but they could also endanger someone's life. My mom is having a heart attack. Adrian says she spent about $5,000 on legal fees before the case was dropped. Weddings are always emotional, but Les Trent has the story of one wedding that was a real tearjerker because of the way friends honored the memory of the couple's son, who had tragically died. It's a surprising moment at a wedding. Is there anybody here that would like to raise an objection? I would. It's not something you ever expect to happen, except maybe in a movie. But the woman raising the objection has more to say. I love both of you so very much. And I know the one thing in the world that you both would want so much is to have Colton here. The Colton she is referring to was the 11-year-old son of Dean and Monica Birkenhoff, the couple about to get married. Colton died during a freak accident, and the grieving parents made the decision to donate all his organs, including his heart. Colton gets to live on even though he's not physically here. A piece of him still gets to go on. Travis Stuffelbean is the young man who was lucky enough to be given Colton's heart. Travis has been battling heart problems all his life. The left side of my heart was dying. The right side was already dead. Travis had never met his donor's parents. So when they finally decided to tie the knot after many years of building a blended family together, the bride's sister, Amanda, had an idea. Realistically, Colton could not be there, obviously, but I wanted to give them the next best thing, and it was Travis. Travis made the trip from Arkansas to Houston for the special day. When he appeared at the wedding, he was a total stranger to everyone, sort of. Travis walked around the corner, and I mean, I immediately knew who he was. Just overwhelming, you know, feeling of, you know, he's here, like it's really happening, like Colton's heart's here with us. Travis brought along a stethoscope. Just listen. I listen to his heartbeat, and that's when it, I really start crying. I just made the day 10 times better, you know. Not only do I get to marry somebody that I love, you know what I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, but now Colton's heart gets to experience that with us. So it was nice. A bride, a groom, and the stranger who gave the newlyweds the greatest wedding gift of all, a chance to listen to their late son's beating heart. And how about this? Travis and the Birkenhoffs get along so well together, they now spend the holidays together. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, Python epidemic. The hunt to kill these monsters. And what you might be doing wrong and how to do it correctly in the new year. From how you sleep to drying your hair. You never want to do that. You're not even peeling an orange the right way. This is totally wrong. Plus. Give me the ham. Fido, make me a sandwich. You give me the mustard. The dog that thinks he works at a deli. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. When you think of the state of Florida, you think of palm trees, beautiful beaches, and maybe orange juice. 
You might want to add pythons to the list. The state is overrun with them. They're not a native species, so this guy has been hired to take them on. He's on the hunt for a deadly predator. They come up out of the swamp along these levees. Suddenly, he spots something in the brush. Python, big one, big one. Mike Kimmel cautiously approaches, then pounces, and finds himself in a wrestling match with a 16-foot Burmese python that could swallow a human whole. Extremely powerful, solid muscle. This is what's destroying our Everglades. He wears the python down, then drags it to his truck and stuffs it into a container. One, two, three, up. Well over 100 pounds. Kimmel isn't hunting for sport. He was hired by the state of Florida to eliminate pythons from the Everglades. It's not cruel at all. Uh, we go about it a very specific way. This snake does not suffer. Um, I love, I love snakes. I love all wildlife. The python epidemic began in 1992 when Hurricane Andrew destroyed a reptile zoo and 900 pythons escaped. Here's a little um, baby hatchling. Kimmel showed us how big they are at birth, but they grow really fast. He ventures out at night when the pythons are actively hunting. He has to be quick. Just going to tire him out, wait for my shot. He has to take care. These monsters have razor-sharp teeth. This guy is about seven feet long. Hunting them in a murky swamp is particularly dangerous. More than likely, you're going to creep up on it, and it's going to be right in your face. Kimmel says he has captured more than 200 pythons, but there are thousands more out there. It's out here eating our native wildlife. It's crucial we find these snakes and we remove them from the environment. After the pythons are caught, they are humanely put down. We'll be back with more right after this. Still to come. What you might be doing wrong and how to do it correctly in the new year. From how you sleep to drying your hair. You never want to do that. You're not even peeling an orange the right way. This is totally wrong. Plus. Give me the ham. Fido, make me a sandwich. You give me the mustard. The dog that thinks he works at a deli. They're the everyday things you might be doing wrong. Diane McInerney tells you how to start the new year doing it right. Did you know there's a wrong way to peel an orange? Peeling an orange can be really tough. Gotta really work at it. There's gotta be a better way. So you've been doing it wrong. Lifestyle expert Erica Katz is teaching me the right way. You're gonna score the orange, but you don't wanna cut through the flesh. Just slide a spoon underneath the skin to lift it up, then simply remove the rind. Wasn't that so easy? That is, I love it. Repeat on the other half. If you're washing your knives in the dishwasher, we've got some bad news. You're doing it wrong. Why? So there are several reasons. The heat and humidity is actually gonna rust your blades. Also, when you have knives in the dishwasher, they can jostle around and that will dull the blade. To wash knives, just go to the sink and wash it with warm, soapy water. After showering, most of us dry our hair like this. You never want to do that because when you rub your hair, you get all sorts of frizz. It can be very dull. Instead, you want to pat your hair to get all the water out. When it comes to sleeping, turns out, if you snooze, you lose. Hit the alarm. Get out of that bed. Sleep specialist Dr. Raj Dasgupta says you're better off sleeping until the last possible moment so your sleep isn't fragmented. 
turns out sleeping on your stomach is a no-no. When you want to take a breath in, what happens to your chest? It goes out, but you are flat against the bed. So bad for the lungs, bad for breathing, the back, the neck. Try your back or your side instead. Everyday things you've been doing wrong that you can now do right. And it looks oh really gosh. nice too. That is such a great tip. <laughs> and when we come back, something we bet your dog can't do. Finally today, is this the world's smartest dog? Give me the ham. Boone the dog gets the ham. Thank you. Will you give me some cheese? Cheese? No problem. No, it's not for you. Not for you. Will you give me the mustard? Good boy. How about a beer to finish it all? Good boy. Good boy. Ah, that's the life. And how about a treat for the doggy? That's Inside Edition for today. All of us here at Inside Edition hope that 2020 is the best year yet. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure. Because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.